Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Studios yeah, yeah. in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Now he's playing tonight. It's happening. The Bucks realizing that, uh-oh, we might actually have to uh, start giving the Heat some credit that these dudes are overcoming being without their dudes better than we are without our dude. Giannis is playing tonight. Giannis went through shoot-around. Giannis is playing tonight for the Bucks. 7.30 tip. Heat Bucks right here Ugh. on ESPN 106.3. Um, mm, mm. Listen, this is the series tonight. This, this is the series tonight. If the Heat get a BAM game, and Jesus, are they do. If the Heat get a BAM game, and this goes back to Milwaukee 3-1, the lift that this gives the Heat, the belief this gives the Heat, that, hey, without Tyler Hero, Ugh. Jimmy with a bruised back, same damn injury. Big honest had though. Jimmy's going to give it a go tonight. All signs point to that. Um, why shouldn't the Heat be able to finish off the Bucks if they can beat a Giannis Bucks team? The last time we saw Giannis, the Bucks were down fourteen. That's all I'm going to say. Has there been a more one four? Yeah, three threes in a bucket. <laughs> Has there been a more depressing four threes in a bucket? Yeah, sorry. yeah. Has there been a more depressing series in this opening round than Heat Bucks? Just because of all the injuries, and all the, of the, yeah. in, I mean, with, I mean, we haven't even mentioned. I think we may have, but like Victor Oladipo might yeah. have, his career it, I, is on the I line don't see, again. I don't see why he continues with his career. It's two massive right leg injuries, and now a massive left leg injury. And you knew it as soon as it happened. Uh, uh. Watching the game with my wife, watching Game Three, and the way he went down. I'm like, I don't think that Bobby Portis made that much contact. He was called for a foul, but shouldn't have made enough contact to where he was soaring through the air. And what happened, he planted that left leg. Snap. And what sucks, too, is that some some people are just... Because, again, this was not the same leg he's injured twice before. Yeah, This is different. Some people are just predisposed to these types of injuries. I believe Dr. Ross... Uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care mentioned something along those lines to us uh, a while ago. Like, hey, sometimes people's anatomical makeup just make them predisposed to these major ligament injuries. And it's a patellar tendon. It's going to be months and 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 months before he can even do anything basketball related after this surgery. Yeah. He's talk- it feels awful. He talks. He's talked several times now about what the recovery process from injury has done to his, to his mental health. Ruling. And it's not easy. He's 30 years old now, so right. now he's doing it at an older age. Like, he's on the wrong side. If you want to be a guard of 30, like, it just, that sucked. I mean, seeing Tyler Hero yeah. go out. And he's he still going to be, be ready and, for the finals. Yeah, he'll be back for the finals. He'll be ready for oh, the finals. Yeah, so that's. Uh, be ready for the finals. And maybe if he gets lucky, <laughs> game seven, he gets the Knicks. And then we lose the, the, the greatest player on earth in Giannis Antetokounmpo. We lose him for three games of the series, pretty much two and a half games of the series. And um, Jimmy Butler goes out like it. Now, now I'll say this, deep. Giannis, Giannis hurt himself. So I don't yeah, feel that badly. It, for you him. cannot feel bad, but it still is bad for the fan when you have the greatest player walking the earth, not able to play in the playoffs. Like that's not good. It's just a depressing series. Yeah. It changes the entire dynamic for me personally going to the game tonight. Like I'd be upset if Gian- Giannis wasn't playing. Right. Like well, I'm excited that I get to see him with my own eyeballs. Yeah. Him, him get down 14. Um, <laughs> but, but anything, anything that, 
you might hear about Victor Oladipo or any preconceived notions you had about him or as frustrated as, as you've been with, oh, why can't he see the floor? Why can't he be consistent? I mean, listen to Eric Spolstra after the game just talking about Victor Oladipo. This is before they knew the prognosis, but everybody knew the prognosis wasn't good. Victor Oladipo knew he had suffered a massive knee injury as he sat on the floor by the baseline, uh, and um, Caleb Martin came over and asked him, hey, you good? And, and, and Victor Oladipo, you could hear him, or you could see him mouth, no. Uh, but here's, here's Spo uh, after game three. I felt like he was either staring at me or at Wes, and he was, like, signaling, you know, to come over there. Uh, Wes and I were, were, were standing right next to each other, um, you know, and, uh, um, you know, it, it just knew he, he didn't feel right. Um, but then once the stretcher was out there, he's like, I'm not getting, getting on that thing. Uh, you know, so we'll, we'll just have to see. You know, I feel like throwing up right now, but I don't know what the – prognosis is so um you know I, I i want i want to stay positive you know on this and um and we'll just see what happens after we uh after we scan them tomorrow i mean he he's fighting back tears yeah and i i feel like throwing up right now i mean that right there shows you that even though victor oladipo may have been frustrating for the fans his journey has been just grueling. You you mentioned he's talked about the toll that all this has taken on his mental health. Not one, but two massive rehab stints. The Heat have, uh, I mean, they've they've nursed him through this transition in his professional and personal life. And at some point, too, like the way I look at it with with Depot is, why would you put yourself through this again? Be, I I understand the the love of the game and wanting to get back out there and compete. But what, what quality of, at some point, a quality of life discussion needs to be had with Victor Oladipo. Uh, you continue to suffer these injuries and now it's both legs. What are things going to look like for you in 20 years? Yeah, right? it's, you can have that conversation with him, but then you also got to remember who Victor Oladipo is. Like he's, he's from the DMV. This dude has been a grinder since he was, you know, a young kid. Loved the game of basketball. Wants to, wanted to be in the league. Went to Indiana that year. Made his dreams come true. Was a number two pick or three pick for the Magic that year behind I Anthony it was Bennett. Two. Yeah, I think I it was two to the Magic. Whatever it was, he was a top three pick in the NBA draft. Really looked like the best player in his draft class for a while there. Like it was. This dude is a – he was shaping up to be like a star in the league at one point. He had that stint in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. where it looked like he rejuvenated and he had the stint in Indiana. Like, he was a star. I mean, he was, he was star. close he was to star status. He, he was an all-star. Yeah. I believe, yeah, he made an all-star he team too. He became a household name in Indiana. He, Victor Oladipo still feels some of that in the back of his head. Like, these past couple of years for the Heat have been more so prove-it years for him and not in his own mind – oh, this is the end of my career. This is the declining period where I'm just giving minutes to a team that's contending. Like, that's why all of this sucks. It's not because he's not able to finish out this playoff run with the Heat. Like, Oladipo thought he might still have one more contract in him to go out and prove that he's a star again in this league, and it's just not going to happen because his body keeps failing. Well, I – what – what from a series standpoint, Victor Oladipo certainly had not made a mark on this series, but – when Tyler Hero went out, what gave me at least a little bit of, and whether it was warranted or not, a little bit of, hey, the Heat can overcome this, is you always had Victor Oladipo in the holster. 
just in case? Could he give you one or two consistent performances? Because you know the guy is, is playoff weathered, right? Yeah. He could go out there. He saw some run in game three, played well, had a couple of buckets, uh, had that beautiful coast-to-coast drive where he sailed by everybody, but now he's not there. So there's no doubt. Well, I'm still confident because the way that the Heat have overcome their injury losses and the way the Bucks have overcome theirs, a little bit different, especially when you're talking eight seed versus one seed. A one seed should not be looking that all over the place without Giannis on the floor, okay? Um, the Heat, an eight seed without Tyler Hero, uh, true rotation guy and starter, the Heat, I mean, game two sucked. It did, okay? Mm-hmm. But then the way that they came back and they got a big Duncan Robinson game, Max Struess has suddenly, after 82 games of nothing, been huge, not only in this series, but He's in loose. the play-ins as well. Struess, I, I take back all the bad things yeah. I said about him over the course of the year because, man, that dude has bowled. But it makes it that much more difficult not having another available body like Victor Oladipo, someone who's capable of doing something for you, getting into double-digit scoring from a series standpoint, it makes it that much more difficult. Tonight is so, so, so huge Mm. to see if Bam can do like a Bam couple of games, Celtic series playoff Bam thing, or is he going to do the regular playoff Bam thing where he just hesitates and wilts? A little nervous for that because it is an opportunity to tee off on an injured Giannis for Bam. But I, I want to speak to the guards. We talked about you know those guys going down. From a mentality perspective, the Miami Heat have the right guys. And Kyle Lowry and, and a guy like Gabe Vincent who have said the right words and have, have, sure. have the correct pedigree to move forward with this and, and, and take the load. Sure, and a bleep load of experience. Yeah. I mean, all these guys for the Heat, for the, for the most part, have played in an NBA Finals yeah. and played significant minutes in an NBA Finals. Kevin Love has been a revelation come playoff time. I, Kevin Love, he's not a regular season player. Get him in the postseason, and he's a traffic cone defensively. But, man, that dude's going to take charges, and he's going to hit critical shots. Like, this is a bad matchup for the Bucs. If you're the one seed, Bucks, the last team you wanted to see was the Heat. I said it after the Heat beat the Bulls, and now it's starting to come to fruition. But... Also, playoff heat means, even as a one seed last year, they could have a dud and lose by 30. Like, that's the tough part about the heat. You just don't know what the team is going to be any given night. How crazy is ah. that? Like, the just the year-to-year tor- turnover, specifically for, like, even you think about Miami and even Golden State. Like, just last year, both teams, I mean, the Warriors won the chip. Now they're a six seed fighting for their lives against the Kings. The Heat were a, one were a shot away. Right, they were a one seed in the East. Were a shot away from going to the finals. Now they're the eight seed, the hoping that Giannis both is hurt. Teams, both teams have the same core. Same the exact team. Same core, and they're in <laughs> just don't, these situations. Don't get it. That's why I mean sometimes sometimes in the NBA, running it back don't always. Mm-mm. You got to make some changes. You got to evolve. And, and think about it preseason. If you were to say, "What are the Kings in the Pacific?" Or, uh, they're or, in the Pacific, yeah. If you would have said, "Hey, yeah, yeah, hey man, I got a, I got a ticket on the Sacramento Kings winning the Pacific," you'd just Come been on. like, "Yo, go get some help." Yeah, go get, get some help. Please get help. I. It's funny you mentioned the divisions. I was thinking about it the other day. What is the most worthless <laughs> trophy to win in sports? The most worthless honor to win in sports, and it's got to be NBA division champ. No doubt about it. It means it means almost it nothing. Leads, <laughs> it means. Almost Absolutely nothing. nothing. It helps like seeding. Tie breaks. Yeah. It helps seeding because the division champs have to be one, two, three in the in the uh, conference yeah. standings, but not a single soul pays attention to any of that stuff. <laughs> not once, as a Bulls fan growing up in Chicago, did I give one single iota of thought to 
oh man, MJ and company are, are Central Division champs. <laughs> awesome. It does not matter. Every other sport, you win your division. And I guess hockey, it doesn't matter all that much either. It's similar to the NBA. But it, it, it's at least talked about more. Yeah. Like you're popping champagne, though, in baseball and in football. It's a real goal it's in the real, NFL. In the NFL, winning your division is massive. And they're, yeah. oh, AFC East, best team in the AFC East. No one says, oh, man, the Heat are the best team in the Southeast. It just doesn't Nobody matter. Nobody cares. It just doesn't it's matter. It's the most worthless honor in all of sports. NBA division champion. I do want to expose myself and, and say that when the Kings won the Pacific, that was my first time realizing there was such thing as a Pacific. You can't name more than two teams in the Pacific, and neither no. can I. No, and you in the, can because they're all in California. I know it's the Blazers and the Kings. They're all, <laughs> I guess the Lakers are in the Pacific. Yeah, it's the, the Clippers Lakers, are in the Pacific. It's the, it's the Cali okay, teams. Yeah. What about and, the Jazz? Are they in the Pacific? Well, the Blazers, What's I the think other are, division in the West? The, the I don't Blazers know. are in the Mountain West. The, the, uh, the, the Mountain is it West the is a, that is a college conference. It's called like the, the Blazers are in a different division. <laughs> At San Diego State. Thanks for that. I forget what that division yeah, is called. And then for the NHL, you know, I, I've paid attention a lot this year in the Carolina Hurricanes. You know, it's like the winners of the Metropolitan. I'm like, Metropolitan? Yeah, they changed the name of their divisions a couple of years ago, so nobody knows who's the there. Metropolitan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't what, know. What's the NHL? <laughs> um, by the way, I think the Panthers so are done. The Panthers are. Um... You're damn right they're done. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We were popping champagne when they won game one. What's the series lit right they, now? They, they won didn't game win two. no game one. They won game it was two. game two? Yeah. They're oh, getting smacked I that was around. Game one they won. By, yeah. by the best team that the NHL has seen in decades. Yeah. Go Bruins. Woo! Go Bruins! Um, can, we, the uh, can we. Uh, can we? Uh, can I read you a story real quick? Because this is disturbing. Wait, wait. But before we do that, yeah. the Panthers were the one seed last year, right? <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> they won the Presidents' Cup, and they they beat the Capitals in the first round, then got their asses beaten by Tampa. And then they run it back, and they're an eight seed again. So the Heat and the Panthers are kind of doing the same thing. Okay, go. They didn't necessarily run it back though. Um, but they changed it up. They some? sent one of their best players to Calgary in exchange for Matthew Kachuk, who is now their best oh, player. Not Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. <laughs> he's really good. Yeah, he's, he's good. Oh, never really mind. Good. Yes. Like, he's elite, actually. I Let's mean, go Kachuk. They got a new coach. He's been underwhelming at best. Yeah. They okay. walked into, uh, I don't know who I would compare him to for you in the NBA, the Bruins. Nobody. Can't compare him is to Is it anybody. like the Warriors with they, KD? The 73 win Warriors. Yeah. This, is, this is what this Bruins team is. The most wins in NHL history in a season. I saw yeah. the score was like 6-2 last yeah, night. No, the like Panthers are bad. getting their yeah. brains beaten. Sorry, in. Panthers. Keep pounding. I, oh, that's the other Panthers. You go. Yeah, Can't. I don't know. I, this one is uh, go Cats. I don't know. Go Cats. Um, all right. So I, I'm going on a cruise in June. I've been actively working on cruise body. Stone knows this. Uh, we've incorporated lots of greens back in the diet. We're hitting the weights pretty hard. I'm looking good. I'm feeling ripped back up. Day. We're working, man. Back back is getting a ton of work. Mm. Oh, what's for lunch today? Cauliflower what? Uh, cauliflower-based, uh, plant-based burrito bowl, nice. actually. 300, nice. 305 calories in nice. the back. That's lunch today. So um, this spoke to me, and it just it had me thinking, what if? What if? Uh, this is from WPTV. A widow and her family are suing Celebrity Cruises for allegedly mishandling her husband's body after he died while they were on a ship last year, saying it was left to decompose and they suffered extreme emotional trauma. After Marilyn Jones's husband of 55 years, Robert, died of a heart attack August 15th aboard the Celebrity Equinox, his body was stored for nearly a week inside a mm. walk-in cooler normally used for beverages. Instead of properly chilled morgue, she was promised, according to a federal lawsuit filed in Florida. That left the body bloated and green, and the family was unable to have an open coffin funeral. 
which was a long-standing family custom and what his family had desired, the lawsuit says. Celebrity Cruises declined to comment. I probably would, too. Citing the case's sensitivity and out of respect for the family. The Celebrity Equinox, which cruises the Caribbean year-round out of Fort Lauderdale, is carrying 3,000 passengers, 1,200 crew members. According to the lawsuit, Robert died. His widow was given two choices by crew members. They allegedly told the wife that his body could be taken off at the next stop, Puerto Rico, or stored in the morgue until the ship got back to Fort Lauderdale. Because passenger deaths sometimes happen, most large cruise ships have a morgue. I did mm, not know that. that. That's actually very macabre. The crew told her that if she chose Puerto Rico, she'd need to go with the body and then arrange transportation for it and herself back to Florida. Ugh. She was also told that island authorities would perhaps require an autopsy, which would further delay their return. When the ship arrived in Florida, a funeral home employee and a Broward County Sheriff's deputy found the morgue apparently out of service. They found the body in a walk-in drink cooler in a bag on a pallet. Oh, my good. According to the lawsuit. The cooler was significantly warmer than the near-freezing temperatures needed to properly store a body for those scoring at home. And Robert's remains were in advanced stages of decomposition. Mm. Um, so that sucks. What I would say. And this is just me. I've actually thought a lot about this over the last, oh, I don't know, uh, probably two to three years. Very existential of mm-hmm. me. When I pass, whenever that may be, it could be tomorrow, could be 45 years from now. Let's go with 45. Yeah. Let's go with 45. Yeah. Let's try and maximize this cruise body yes. that I'm developing, okay? And the work I've put in. Um, I don't care what happens after I pass. Like, I just, I just don't. And I suppose this cruise in June that I'm taking with my family and with the Rowitzes, McLovin, uh, uh, his family, and, and my, Brian McLovin Rowitz, his family, my family, we're mm. going on a cruise together. I guess here's, here's my wish. If, um, if I'm to pass on this cruise, let's just cut out the, the on-ship morgue, okay? And I, I currently don't have a will that I'm working with, so I may need to write something up. Or they can just take me at my word. And my wife may be listening right now. We haven't had this conversation. Um, he saved it for us. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah very let's respectful just, of you. Like, let's just forget the morgue or if the morgue's not working, the, the walk-in drink cooler on whatever cruise ship we're going on. And just make me one with the sea. Mm. Like, honestly, why drag my body back to the States for if I don't want, I don't want people looking at my dead body anyways. Just toss me into the sea. I, you're, you're going a different way than I thought you would go. No, I, just toss me into the sea. And I don't necessarily think you mean that. No, no, no. no. You think because your wife who cares? Would, you think your wife would allow that to happen? What I would hope would happen, and there, I think there would be a little humor in it as well. Just have, have a group of people, like a, a one. Get it on video. A two. A three. And then give me a toss over the rail. I'm into You that. can dress me up in something funny. Put me in a... A Knicks jersey. Put me in a... Yeah, it would be good for laughs. Right. You know what? Patrick you know what? Ewing. It would be hilarious if the Knicks do go out in hilarious fashion in the postseason. How symbolic would it be to put a Knicks jersey on me and to toss me overboard? Mm. Toss my corpse overboard and say, au revoir, my friend. It's been real. Because I don't care what happens after that. I don't feel anything. I'm already scared of the... And again, how ironic would it be? I don't take step any step in the Atlantic Ocean... Um, uh, as a living person, because everything in the ocean wants to wants to kill you. Jokes on the ocean. I'm already dead. Mm. 
Now, I, that, I, I, Stone, I, Stone has no clue what to say. I, well, I'm struggling because <laughs> I know your wife wouldn't agree with this. So you're kind I don't know. Of, I think kind of she going, might at least be kind of into it. No, and it's a quick, easy way to be done with it. I think you've very cheap. I think you've Funeral gone costs are expensive. Very cheap. I think you've gone rogue here because just just picture this. Your wife, Vivi, sits on the back of the cruise ship, right? It's in cruise control. Captain knows what's going on. We're just coasting down the it's Atlantic. In cruise control. Cruise control. And your wife, her, 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 her last image of you is you just rippling with the waves randomly. Like, that can't be her last sight of you. Why not? Because it needs to be arranged, right? If you're going to be cremated and, and your, put some, your put ashes some, were put going... Put some weights on me. Uh, and, you know, that's... Yeah. Me to the bottom. That's, you know, what you do when you murder somebody, but... but, <laughs> Whoa, but how would you know, Stone? It's like the, well, it's like the mob. You're right. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. yeah Slipping with the fishes. Yeah, I've watched The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. But... The last dying image cannot be you just floating off into the sea. It needs to be arranged. You need to spread your ashes, and, and you know your daughters need to be a part of it. It Let can't me, just be like <laughs> random strangers after the buffet farting. You know, can't just be waving by. It's just not know, like that. Is it is it easier to see me floating away into the sea, serene, serene? Uh, the, the sunset, the the sunset reflecting off of the ocean as I float away into the into the the great beyond. Or, like, the whole casket, and it's expensive, and we're memorializing me in a stuffy funeral home, and then we're digging a, a hole in the ground, and we're doing that whole thing. Isn't it easier to just say, man, Ken, it's been a good run. Raise your, your, your complimentary Mai Tai in the air and say goodbye, friend. Like, isn't that a better it's, way to go? It's definitely easier, Ken. I'm with you on part of it. Here's where you missed the mark. And I'm surprised you missed it. Stone, I'm surprised you missed it as well. I'm going to tell you all how it's, how it's done. Mm-hmm. When you go out, you want to go out like Robert did in this story. Why is that? Because Robert yeah, is making is money for his family post-death. <laughs> wow. He gets the wrongful death lawsuit. I thought about it. So now, not only do you get the life insurance oh policy, goodness. right? Right now you're getting the wrongful death lawsuit. This dude is making money even beyond his ability to breathe anymore. Robert did it like a king. I want to go out like Robert in whatever way well, I, I die. I don't know if it was a wrongful death lawsuit because he or not died wrongful of a heart death, I'm sorry. Rightful but, death, but wrongful but handling of traumatic. his body. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. So, yes, go ahead. Like, I want... This is at least six figures. I want to be useful to my family. At least post my my death. If I do die, who knows? I might make it to the end of the world. You never I, know. Th- Ken, this um, is seven figures. I mean, yeah. this guy's yeah. blown up in green. He did it. It's malpractice. He did it. So that's <laughs> the way you go out. Green. When you die, that was a medical term, by the way. Blown up in green. <laughs> He's blown yeah, in they, green. That's Sorry, what they, that's what they call it in the medical field. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Look how blown up. Is that, that what guy it sounds is. like when you? Oh, the blotation. No, I'm pretty sure that's probably the blotation. That sounds more like he's. Now absorbing. you're just making up words. Yeah. Blotation is not a word, but I like that. He one. became a blotation device. It was device. pretty good. Yeah, but he. Be, I would. I would eventually be a blotation yes, device. If you get uh, thrown over the right, if, exactly. So that's all I'm saying is, you go out like that because now you're still making money, right? Now you're still benefiting your family. Generational wealth. Generational wealth. You're creating it. If you're gonna go out, we're all going out. Let it be in a way that you're able to benefit your family afterwards. So Robert. Godspeed. Godspeed, Robert, and to uh, his wife. And again, to my wife, I at least consider it <laughs> because it is going to be cheap because I don't know if we can game the system and sue somebody for my death on this cruise ship. That's like, true. What If it's a natural death, just 
toss me over the side. Or have the crew members do it and then sue them for it. Yeah, oh, we didn't tell them to do that. <laughs> right. All right. Want to talk about the Marlins? I always want to talk about the Marlins. Cool. And you know that. Let's knock it out of the park this <laughs> season with the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Segway Sean's going to be so disappointed. Yeah, I know. Lone Depot Park clunky. offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You can get single game tickets, invest in Marlins membership, gets you even more. Of course, lock in priority seating, save on food and merchandise, and have access to exclusive member events. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promotions, giveaways, all season long, not to mention all the players. This is my favorite part. You have Jazz Chisholm, of course, an all-star in the Major League Baseball. But can that pitcher, what's his name? Give it to us. Sandy Alcantara. Sandy Alcantara. And a bunch more stars to watch for the boys. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Devo Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. My wife just texted me. We can't throw you off the back of the boat because I've watched Cruise Murder Series and those bodies all wash up on an island somewhere, so we'd need a bunch of rocks to weigh you down. Mm. Right. So just some big stones. So clearly she's on board with this thing. And then she also adds, and Theo's right, make me some money. Yeah. At least. Woo! After you die. Mm Mm-hmm. Get well, to the bridge. I've got work to do. <laughs> He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. I'm sure a lot of you have your allergies absolutely going insane. But the problem is not in nature. Not when you're walking to the office. Not when you're walking to your car. The problem is in your home. And that's why you need EDS Air Conditioning and their free indoor air quality assessment EDS Air Conditioning, uh, they want to remind you that, hey, uh, a lot of the time, especially in the summer, it gets hot and humid outside. The dirtiest air is actually in your home. It's not an indictment on you. That's just how it works in closed spaces. The dirtier air is in your home, not outside your own, your home. So what you need is a free indoor air quality assessment. Plus, at EDS, you can save $500 on their air purification bundle. What are we talking about here? We're talking about pollen, dust, pollutant particles, bacteria, viruses. How can you get rid of that? Well, RGF and EDS is an RGF black label dealer. They can get you all of this outstanding technology. The Remy Halo system helps reduce and eliminate pollutants in your home, including COVID-19. Odors in your home? Yep, Remy Halo helps that. Mold and mildew? Gone with the Remy Halo system. Harmful pollution particles, they're out of your way. They're helping your sinuses, making sure your family's staying healthy. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Again, get your free indoor air quality assessment. Save $500 on their air purification bundle with EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Give them a call. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. And make sure that air in your home is clean. Every week here on Ken LaVica Live, we give Theo the unenviable task of sifting through the mess, the disaster, the muck that is Twitter. And we ask Theo, hey, find something that feels good, something that we can treasure, something we can hold close to our hearts. But also, we need you to get down and dirty in the deep recesses of this hellscape that is the bird app, Twitter. And Theo, because he's a trooper, he says, you know what? I'm strong-minded. I'm strong-willed. I can do this for you. Mm. Time now for Twitter Trash. 
Twitter treasure. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County is here to help you recycle right. Get recycling tips and so much more at swa.org slash recycle right. You know the old saying, one man's clash is another man's pleasure. Sometimes we get lost in the sauce. Sometimes we get too wrapped up in the final box score, the final score, the outcome of the game. We don't appreciate the moments that happen within it. So that's where this tweet right here comes in. The Twitter treasure of the week. This was hilarious to me. Comes by the way of at crack Cobain underscore underscore. He tweets. They left Harrison Barnes open to remind him why he's not on that team anymore. Regarding (laughs) regarding the Golden State Warriors and that immaculate play that Draymond Green made by coming off of Harrison Barnes to double De'Aaron Fox. At the end, Fox passes it to Harrison Barnes. He has a wide-open three-pointer that would win the game for the Sacramento Kings in Game 4, but he clanks it off the rim. The Warriors win by one, and afterwards, you even saw Draymond saying, we've seen that movie before. Just excellent trolling from one of the greatest defenders who ever lived, Ken. Uh, Doris Burke was cooking Harrison Barnes before that final shot for taking a contested three uh, with seven seconds left on the shot clock in the second-to-last possession, saying, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Be patient. Like, Doris Burke was cooking Harrison Barnes on the ABC broadcast. Yeah, Doris Burke looked good last night, too. Yeah? Wait, are you pulling a Drake right now? Continue. <laughs> I actually had him. When I was watching the game, I didn't hear any of this. So Did you did you see the... I thought the she Doris, looked great. Doris Burke? Yeah. I'm missing it. It's going over my head. Did it go over your head, Ken? No. I know. He, he liked her outfit. Her outfit... I didn't see Made it. some waves on social okay. media. So she was she was banging in the in the fit. Whoa, whoa! I mean, I didn't go that far, but sure, banging in the fit. I mean, the fit was banging. Let's Stone's, just put it like that. Stone's just being a meathead. It's okay. Hey, You're good. It's just an appreciation for a good-looking woman. One hundred percent. That's all it is. Good old DB, best analyst in the sport. Let's get it. She's um, so good. Sorry, she is good. No, no, that's She's part so of good. that's going to be part of the Twitter treasure. We're keeping that in there. Much love to Doris Burke. Shout out. All right, now for the Twitter trash, and I don't know. I, I love the game of basketball. I've been around it so long. Sometimes I seem to get cloudy and forget. How many quarters are in a basketball game, Ken? One, two, uh, four. Four. Okay. Stone, can you confirm that? There's four quarters in a basketball game. Four. Okay. Here goes a tweet from at Grizz on Bally. This is Bally Sports Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. It is um, from Ja Morant. They tweeted out his post-game comments after the Grizzlies lost to the Lakers in game, what was that, three? Game three, what that was? Yes. Yeah, game three. Grizzlies lose to the Lakers game three over the weekend. Here's John Morant um, following a 45-point performance on what happened. By getting off to such a bad first quarter, do you look at this as a missed opportunity considering how well you played over the next three quarters? Uh, 100%. Um, you know, I think we won by, I think, double digits in the last three quarters. Okay, cut it. Um, cut, so it. Obviously- cut it. Cut it, Stone. Thank you. That's uh. <laughs> Here, here we go again. Kind of feels like uh, what we experienced with the Heat and the Celtics last year where the Heat just weren't winning enough <laughs> quarters for people's liking. I don't know if this has gotten lost in communication, lost in translation. Maybe they should start teaching this at the Rookie Symposium. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should start A-A-U. just, you know, at some level. Start it early. Basketball is one of those cumulative sports, right? right? It, it, it counts everything you do in the first quarter, mm-hmm. second quarter, third quarter, mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. For people that missed game three of the Grizzlies-Lakers, uh, the Grizzlies didn't just get beat in the first quarter, Stone. They got historically beat in the first quarter. 35? 
to nine. <laughs> 35 to nine, which is which looks like the final score of a football that's game like that's an out Eagles of hand. Texans game. Yeah, like <laughs> legit might be yeah. the exact score <laughs> yeah. from an Eagles Texans game from last year. Scoregami. And and now we have it. Now we have it here in the NBA after the first quarter for Lakers Grizzlies. You get beat historically. And then maybe as these old guys from the Lakers start to maybe take their foot off the pedal a little bit here and cruise into a victory, you're over here counting how many double digit, how many points you made up on the back end. Great game from John Morant. Another terrible take at the podium. And I would say also the reporter led him into that a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah, but he could have said, no, we lost. Yeah. The first quarter, second, third, fourth quarter, doesn't matter. We didn't show up in the first quarter. When you don't show up in the first quarter and a team beats a bit, builds a big lead over you, yes, sometimes you're going to make some of that up. They're not going to keep beating you 35-9. to nine. So good job, John, the Grizzlies. Y'all run y'all's mouth so much. I didn't even mention Dylan Brooks in this. But, yeah, that's going to have to be the Twitter trash, huh, Stone? For your Lakers fandom. I mean, 100%. I want to speak to the, the, the delusion of NBA players or just pro athletes in general. Why even bring up the other quarters? Like, how can you not acknowledge, like you said, the fact that, okay, yeah, they're going to scoop back, kind of park the bus a little bit, all these defense. So many things are going to happen for the Lakers not to be on the offense. Yeah. That you, of course, you're going to win the quarters. They literally want you to win those corners. They probably spent most of their energy burning the clock or just dribbling it out. Yeah. Passing the rock around a little bit. And not trying to get hurt like at we've all. seen in so many other series. Look at all the superstars that are out right now. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jimmy Butler's banged up. Like, LeBron and AD... Put them boys in bubble wrap when you go 35-9 after the first quarter. Right, right. It's like that. Um, so, again, it may seem a little early to celebrate a fourth quarter, a first quarter lead 35-9. It's never too early to start getting ready for hurricane prep. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County reminds you of that. Again, it may seem early, but the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County wants you to have your year-round trimming plan for your yard. By keeping your yard free from debris, We'll be able to return to normal faster after a potential storm. After Hurricane Irma, Palm Beach County had almost 3 million cubic yards of debris to clean up, and it took three months to collect and dispose of it all. Having trimmed trees means we'll have less debris to pick up if the storm hits. Learn more about this and how you can help keep Palm Beach County clean and safe at SWA.org slash hurricane. Speaking of Dylan Brooks, let's make fun of him because <laughs> he deserves it. It's time. Also, a new convert to the make Anthony Richardson the first quarterback taken yes. in the NFL draft. Who is it? You'll find out when we come, come back. He's Theodore C. W. P. T. V. News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, this happened over the weekend. Colorado sold out its spring game with Deion Sanders as the head coach. In a 30 degrees. 30 degrees with seven inches of snow on the ground. Mm. I don't care how cool Deion is. I don't care how trendy that program is. For a spring game, you couldn't pay me enough to have my ass out there for three hours in the cold and in the snow. There is no, I don't care if it is, it, it, Nick Saban's brought Alabama in to scrimmage Colorado and Deion Sanders. I would, unless I'm getting paid for it, I am not showing up to a spring game period. Like it's not happening. Mm. It's not happening. So you're saying they were plants, all the fans? No, I'm saying that they're good from for Colorado. them, they're excited. That's normal to them. They're excited. Yeah. Me, spring game, we don't mesh. I feel you. Give me real football. 
I'll be there when the games are real. I don't need to see practice for three hours in the snow and the cold. They okay? haven't had. What else are you doing in Boulder, Colorado? Right. Like well, there's what, a lot to do in Boulder, Colorado. Well, I mean, actually. I'm just saying. If I'm going to be out in the cold and snow, I'm skiing. <laughs> I'm or not smoking. Saying, it's not a boring yeah. time. I'm just saying, isn't like that's the big show now. They've been waiting decades. Since I mean, since Eric Bieniemy was toting the rock, you know what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean wow. anything. It's not there. It's not there. It's not there. It's not. <laughs> Shador looked good. Travis Hunter looked good. It's a practice. They look good. Get, I saw him get picked off. It's a practice. They still look good. I mean, I'm sure they look good. I don't a much know. better college event that's much warmer is the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Getting in those classes online or on campus in Boca Raton, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, your path to pro sports, college sports, local sports, a job in sports, you get it with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Get signed up for classes now. fau.edu slash MBA Sport. fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Hey, do you guys remember last week when Dylan Brooks started mouthing off about LeBron. The Grizzlies even up the series 1-1, and Dylan Brooks, uh, he's poking the bear. He says he likes to mm. poke the bear. This was Dylan Brooks describing his oncoming Game 3 matchup with LeBron freaking James. You and LeBron have that exchange. There are people out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. Well, I guess what, what were you thinking? Of I don't care. He's old. <laughs> he's old. Oh, he's I was waiting for that. I was expecting him to do that game four, game five. He wanted to say something when I got my fourth foul. Um, he shouldn't have seen that earlier on. Um, but, you know, I poke bears. Um, I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. Um, so um, I pride myself on, you know, what I do is defense and taking on any challenge that's on the board. So... Again, Dylan Brooks saying LeBron's old. I poke bears. I don't respect anybody, so they drop 40 on me. And then game three comes around, and they're down 35-9 to in the first quarter, and Dylan Brooks so good at defense, what he prides himself on. Uh, LeBron and AD combined 456. Mm. I suppose LeBron didn't drop 40 on him. He didn't. But 56 combined. Uh, Dylan Brooks, the villain, likes to poke bears. Well, when the media... Wanted to ask him questions about, hey, what happened, bro? He said, um, he said, um, I'm not talking right now. Hmm, weird, weird. But 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 don't worry. That type of nonsense villain behavior that he exhibited, and he likes to poke bears. Um, apparently, that's the media's fault. The media making me a villain. The fans making me a villain, and then that just creates a whole different persona on me. So now you think I intended to hit LeBron James in the basketball basketball player? So if I intended, and that's whatever the whatever is in the fragment two um, uh, category of having a fragment two, and you think I did that, that means you think I'm that type of person. Uh, Dylan Brooks is mad that he got ejected for and it was accidentally punching LeBron in the junk. That said, the media makes me out. The fans make me, no, dude. You do that yourself. That's on you, man. You're the one poking the bear. That's on you. You've made yourself a guy with a villain personality. Don't blame it on the media. Mm. That's jackass behavior. Yeah. Screw you, Dylan Brooks. (laughs) We're back tomorrow. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Yeah, screw you. Bye-bye.